to begin. Coming to you from the desert, somewhere in Arizona. It's here. It's here. The Impatient Investor with Andrew Lenoy. It's him. He's alive. If you're looking for new ways to generate wealth and passive income, you're in the right place. You want it all, don't you? You're in the right place. This is the podcast for those wanting to take control and gain freedom through alternative investments. If you're following your mom and dad's investment advice. Honey, I'm home. Yeah, this isn't the podcast for you. Do you know what time it is? Why, yes. Yes, I do. I know what you're thinking. This is going to be unbelievable. It's time for The Impatient Investor with Andrew Lenoy. Andrew Lenoy. As an individual investor, the stock market is rigged against you. So what chance does the Main Street investor have to make money in the market? You could make, on average, what the market makes. In the past 20 years, the S&P has grown at an average annual rate of 6.16%, 3.96 adjusted for inflation. For many, 6.16 just doesn't cut it. So they'll turn to financial advisors and hedge funds in hopes of doing better, but all they see are the gains they might make swallowed up by fees and commissions. For those who decide to go to the market alone, the prospects are just as blah as going with financial advisors or brokers. According to J.P. Morgan Asset Management, the average annual return earned by a retail investor for the 20-year period between 1999 and 2018 was 1.9% to 0.3% return when accounting for inflation. Well, you're asking, what about all those day traders who made all of that money and want to teach me how to trade on the internet? Think about it. Why would someone who has somehow figured out how to beat the market offer to teach someone else how to do it and create competition for themselves? Main Street investors make little to no money in the stock market. That's one of the dirty little secrets no financial advisor wants you to know. Here are some more of the stock market's dirty little secrets. You are at an information disadvantage. What little legal information that investors could utilize for gain gets swallowed by computers running algorithms in dark back offices. So when the average investor sees a stock fall, they're usually selling at the bottom and buying at the height when it rises. Let's face it, the big institutional players rub shoulders with industry people daily, pick up hints and winks that, although not illegal, allow them to get a head start on the rest of us. If history has taught us anything, it's that CFOs and their financial statements can't be trusted. Besides outright lying, many have been caught massaging numbers that make investing based on financial data a completely futile exercise. Understand that most financial statements by public companies are not accurate. There is a lot of data fudging that goes on behind the scenes that, although legal, may push the bounds of being ethical. Day traders are gamblers. If institutional investors and computers have a jumpstart on information, what exactly are day traders doing? They're gambling, acting on hunches, trying to beat the stock market with typically the same results as a gambler at a blackjack table in Vegas. They'll win some, but the house usually winds up ahead. And Wall Street is full of swindlers, stockbrokers, financial advisors, financial planners, you name it, they're all salespeople with many paid based on trade volume, whether you make money or not. That doesn't sound right. 
If their living depends on how much churning they do with your trade account, what do you think they're going to do? Churn your account and stick with their fees? I just don't get why investors insist on riding Wall Street's volatile seas. Yeah, the stock market may have good years and bad years. If you want to make what the average investor makes on Wall Street, you might as well stick your money in an index fund where you'll earn 3.9% adjusted for inflation. If you think you can beat the stock market, think again. Financial advisors and hedge funds won't do it for you, and if you decide to take a stab at it, chances are you won't do better than a negative 0.3 inflation-adjusted return. Why put your money in something that's clearly rigged against you? No wonder ultra-wealthy investors are pulling their money in droves this year. Besides getting seasick from all the volatility, these investors know they can do better elsewhere. So where do the ultra-wealthy investors put their money? They prefer alternative investments like real estate that offer some of the highest risk-adjusted returns of any asset class, plus cash flow for building wealth, all backed by a hard asset and resistant to market downturns. Ultra-high-net-worth investors have long allocated more than 10% of their investable assets in commercial real estate for these reasons, and some segments, such as affordable housing, are not only resistant to downturns, but actually thrive in them. With the recent changes to securities regulations, Main Street investors no longer have to be slaves to Wall Street. More investment opportunities have opened up to more qualified investors than ever before. Secure alternative assets are no longer exclusive to the wealthy. There's no excuse for serious investors not to break the vicious cycle of Wall Street that has been long rigged against them and invest in something tangible and volatility-free like commercial real estate. If you're interested in learning more about creating passive streams of income, go to StopTradingHours.com. This was The Impatient Investor with Andrew Lenoy. You'd do it again if you thought you could get away with it, wouldn't you? Visit TheImpatientInvestor.com for more episodes and be sure to share this podcast. Now, don't tell me you're taking all this seriously. No. Seriously. Seriously. Go share it and rate it on iTunes today.